1: like we never left welcome back to kind of funny's karate kid cobra kai in review of course i'm tim Geddes, and
2: i'm joined by the producer slash seducer nick scarpino cobra kai never dies and it never will and it never should tim because this show is everything yeah i hope
1: i really do hope that it never does in fact die isn't that right christmas in september joey noel
0: uh send it to the internet i think i need like one more season to wrap it up maybe two more and then i think we let it go out on a high note i don't know right. that i want it to go on
1: forever <laughs> you, a, joey wants cobra kai to die you heard it here wow. first you heard it here first and i uh, rounding out the group for today the hispanic heartthrob texas treat latino heat clicking heads and ripping them to shreds the globe trotting head shot from twitch.tv andy cortez
3: hey um Happy to be here. Nick, it's good to see you. A lot of people are like, Andy, do you miss Nick? And I said, of course I miss Nick. And I'm sure it'll take me about maybe 45 minutes to an hour to wish he was gone again. Oh, it's gonna, uh, just after, that, it's gonna be way quicker than that. After some shit talking, it's gonna immediately. Listen, let me. Let me.
2: It's gonna be way quicker than that. I know Tim's mid rim roll right now, but I just wanted to uh, say, uh, Andy, this actually isn't the Cobra Cry in review. This uh, oh, is gosh. us. Yeah, that's right. This is an intervention. <laughs> yeah, that's Andy. right. Uh, that's right. This is an intervention for that stupid plot song you did for Rocky Balboa. Because don't think that I don't watch all of our content, even it's though I never watch all of our content. <laughs> but people link me to things sometimes <laughs> that, was great. That, was great. that was great by the way that was
3: really really good thank
1: you. that honestly nick you did you did great too you weren't thank even you. there but you oh caused God. all of us great anguish so thank you for that good. <laughs> uh if you haven't checked out rocky uh balboa in review you should definitely check it out because nick wrote the plot i read it and it went about as well as that sounds uh but of course <laughs> This is kind of funny in review each and every week we get together to rank, review and recap the latest in movies, TV, all of that great stuff. our favorite franchises, sometimes our least favorite franchises, all of it. You can find it on youtube.com/kind Funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching, And it'll be right there for <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't
3: know. If, <laughs> I don't know if that was recorded
1: or not. It was but, a hey, really, I don't it, know. Every-
3: Everything's still recorded. I'm so sorry. I just cool. I pressed the wrong button and everything moved. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, all good. All good.
1: You know, we're trying to figure a lot out at once here, uh, including just trying to roll with the punches sometimes. The proverbial and karate punches, as they say. Do they call punches in karate something
2: different, Nick? No, striking. To... I strikes? mean, You call them yeah. striking, right? But that, that also includes kicks, if I'm being 100% honest with you. Okay, it's gotcha, like, gotcha. Yeah, so that striking is more the overall discipline. Like, there's a striking discipline, grappling. You know, things like that. But you can just call yes. it punches. Well, we're going to roll with the strikes uh, here because Josh McCuga has been with us since day
1: one of this karate adventure. And unfortunately, 10 minutes before we started recording, his power went out. And it's like, great. So at some point, at some point, he might join us. Fingers crossed. I hope that that happens. But I, I'm not not feeling too good about it. Uh, but you know what I'm feeling great about? That we're about to talk about Cobra Kai. No matter how much shits went down today. We're going to end on a good note. Me hanging out with some of my favorite people, talking about one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I don't even know where I'm at in the rigmarole anymore. Of course, <laughs> shout out to our Patreon producers, Molecule and Fargo Brady. Uh, Patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go. If you want to watch this show at free, if you want to get it live as we record it, if you just want to be a pretty cool dude, you know what I'm saying? Uh, today, we're brought to you by Shopify and me, Undies, but. I'll tell you about that later. We got to get into it. It's Cobra Kai Season 5, released on September 9th, 2022, a little bit earlier than we're used to getting these uh seasons. If you guys remember, Season 4 was just last New Year's, so less than a year uh, since we, we got our last season of this. This is the third and final, for now, season to be released by Netflix. Remember, the show started as a YouTube Red thing eventually rebranded YouTube premium Netflix bought the rights it became a massive hit and here we are today I am all but assured that a season six will be announced at any moment because it's been crushing it it's been number one it's like the number one show in the world good on you Cobra Kai good (laughs) on you uh but I will say it might be quite a bit of time before we get the next season because the directors creators have a bunch of projects uh in between now and and whenever that ends up happening so I feel like we might not get it till 2024 um is that why this one was kind of pushed out a little bit quicker no I think that they just like they got the deal for the three seasons and they had the plan and they just like I think with all the COVID production stuff they're like let's go like we have the means now let's get it all done um but it's not all bad news there of course I want to stay in the Cobra Kai universe but What they're about to jump over to, I don't know if everyone here knows this yet, Mm -hmm. but their next project Mm -hmm. is called "Sam
2: and Victor's Day Off." This is the best thing ever. Sam
0: and Victor's Day. This is okay.
2: A movie. Wait, go around. I want to. I want people to guess, Joey. What do you think Sam and Victor are? Who do you think Sam and Victor are?
0: I don't have any context. We're going to
2: we're riffing off of another another popular '80s movie. Sam and Victor. And I'll I'll give you another hint. In that movie. Somebody takes a day off with his friends.
0: Oh, this is the valet guys. People <laughs> from, from Ferris Bueller's Day Ferris Off. Ferris Bueller,
1: yes. So the team behind Cobra Kai is bringing us a <laughs> so movie stupid. set in the Ferris Bueller universe. <laughs> Sam and Victor's Day Off will I'm follow into the it. same day adventure of the titular valets who took the Ferrari on a joyride in the Matthew Broderick Star. Hell yeah. Yes, what? it's a meanwhile of Ferris yes, Bueller, yes. of what they did. Lion King 1.5. Exactly. exactly. Here, but here's the thing. There's no <laughs> chance this is good, right? But then you think,
2: made by the Cobra
1: Kai guys. I trust like...
0: no one else more with 80s properties at this point. I,
2: yeah. That. At one point during, I think, episode five of Cobra Kai, I paused it and I got up and Dee was watching it with us, with me. And I got up and I said, it's like a massive puzzle. And they're just taking all the pieces, Andy, and they're putting (laughs) them right where they need to be to make the fucking picture. The second... That freaking Robin Lively came back in, and I was like, Here we "She go, knows baby. who Terry Silva is. She knows him. She's been there. She's, She's not- going to explain it to Amanda. She's going to explain how much of a monster." <laughs> Her is.
0: Her you don't understand, Amanda. and that makes Her sense, cousin. It all makes sense.
2: And Danielle's Did like, "Did we
0: know that Amanda grew up in no. Ohio?" No, Joey. Okay, <laughs> to, I didn't know if I to, just to, didn't
2: remember. To Danielle's point, she was like, "They're grasping." I'm like, "The whole thing is grasping." <laughs> Danielle, they i So my point to you, Tim, is is uh, Sam and Max's Adventure or whatever it's called. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's going to be great, and I hope to god it goes five seasons and all five seasons happen in that two hour span it's a movie, movie. It's, oh it's a movie oh i thought yeah. it, well, i'm sorry i thought it was a television show no uh, they're making a genius. movie
1: but no you're right <laughs> like imagine if they did a show and it was just never it just kept out, going that, in
2: those two that, hours that would be incredible
1: um but but yeah so there we go cobra kai season five it's out all 10 episodes available for you to watch um in one city if you so please um but nick you already kind of started what what are your thoughts on cobra kai season five
2: um, you know, the, at at this point, I'm just, I just expect it to be thoroughly entertaining. I expect there to be side switching. I expect there to be role, like, you know, people betraying each other and then falling back in love with each other and then buying each other, arguably the ugliest octopus necklace <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, it's just so fun. And it it, it continues to be an enduring and endearing soap opera uh with karate mixed in. They take the stakes up. The fact that uh Tyron Woodley got his finger cut off in this, I'm like, wow, somebody lost a finger. Oh is my god,
3: that's Tyron Woodley. Oh yeah, my it's god. Tyron Woodley.
2: There was Ty- <laughs> Tyron Woodley, and I was like, wait a minute, is that freaking Wonderboy? <laughs> is that they had two incredibly talented MMA uh superstars in this. And I, it was great. Anyway, and, Mark, um, and
3: Markiplier, the guy with the uh, the oh, that was Markiplier. I patch it looked. No, like, it, it have, wasn't, oh. it wasn't, but it looked like Markiplier. <laughs> that's that's
2: really really funny. I would I would not that wouldn't surprise me at all because yeah. if they asked me to do literally anything in season six, I would be I would do it. I would. What are we gonna
3: shit. see, Rahul? Like he's in the Netflix family. Mm. He I'm is the Netflix man. family.
2: I know. Um, no, I mean this. It, it continues to just be super entertaining, and I love I love these characters at this point. I like seeing where they're where they're at. <laughs> The Terry Silva character and his just legion of goons might be my favorite thing ever. Um, there's the the, the his right hand person in command. The, I forget what her name is, but she comes off the plane is just the absolute worst and best thing that's ever been put on a Netflix show. <laughs> and all of the, I mean, the and chosen being the heavy is just ridiculous. This was 10 out of 10 to me. I I think this was just a a really, really fun uh, uh, season and seeing everyone come together, seeing chosen all all the, all the team-ups, all the memes that came from all the team-ups that happened is super great. And it sounds silly, but like, I don't know, Robbie and, and, and Miguel getting along super fun. Um, and then just the role reversals of where Johnny's at right now. And Johnny being the one that, uh, that, that Daniel has to lean on is just all, it just hits right here, right in the heart. I, I love this show. Andy Cortez.
3: Uh, it took a while for it to pick up for me. Um, I thought as this season started, I was like, oh, no. I, it, this isn't working for any, me anymore. Like, I, I'm just kind of losing this. And I just... I had grown so tired of the, the constant side changing and and heel and face turns and all that stuff. And um, it really wasn't until... I'd say around episode... I'm looking right here at the listing. Maybe around episode five.
4: Wow. Where we
3: finally get the meetup. Or or the, the, the joining of forces and friendship between Miguel. Kind of coinciding with the pregnancy announcement to both of them. All of that stuff, I was like, oh, this is really good. And I'm really enjoying this. Kind of, you know, I need you all to be friends because... Uh, the kid this and that and then like that review was like just really heartwarming and uh, really like him just kind of announcing it to them and then Miguel freaking out and being like badass like uh, just all of that would just really really warm my heart and then I loved the show from then on but I think early on I just kind of felt the weakness there I don't sure we'll probably hear more about Miguel's dad in the future season maybe or maybe not and this crime (laughs) family very very bizarre it kind of It felt like they had an idea of what to do with it last season when they sent him to Mexico. And this season, they felt like they kind of abandoned the plans, maybe. Um, It just, I don't know. I just wasn't super interested in a whole lot of that. Um, I love the complete trickery of uh, Mike Barnes and him getting hinted and teased before the season starts. And us thinking like, holy shit, here comes Terry Silver bringing in the heat. And then you immediately kind of can tell where they're going with it when he's on the phone and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to chop off their legs. And I was like, oh, this guy's like (laughs) this guy probably is like a cook or maybe he's dealing with animals. It's a furniture place. The legs are perfect. This is great. And I love how they totally play with our expectations. What's up, Nick? Andy,
2: is it was it a bigger reveal for you than the Mandarin? Or, or is the man room bigger for you? Which one, which <laughs> one got you more?
3: <laughs> they were right, right on the same level. Right on the same level. I really, I just, I kind of enjoyed them doing that and not kind of giving us the usual of like, here's another person for the past, and now they're a bad guy again. I, I really enjoy them kind of playing around with that. And Mike Barnes being like, yeah, man. Sorry about all. You know, I was a shitty dude, and you know this and that. And I'm trying to just better myself. I, I enjoyed all that, and I just think the I think the season got so strong near the end of it. Um, I had such a blast watching the rest of these episodes, and having the little the little things planted that would then get brought up the, again at the end. The protecting the egg at the end, having. Uh hearing Silver's speech back while Daniel Lewis is fighting him at the very very so end. All of that is so fucking good. And like I just really really dug it. <laughs> and then we have the It's melted jello. And I'm just like,
2: no way! Yes, no fucking way. Yes. yes.
3: <laughs> and, then, and I'm dying of laughter, and it's so hype and ridiculous and stupid, and this is the best show ever. It's so great. Joey Noel.
0: Oh man, I this, show I, I tweeted out after I finished this that I love this dumb show. And that is the best way I can describe it. If any other show tried to pull off some of the stuff that they do in this, there's absolutely no way that it doesn't come off super try hard and cheesy, but it somehow works in this show. And it's a truly a miracle that it does. Um, the I am always consistently impressed with how well they're able to write johnny as like true to his character but in the modern day and like you see him make the jokes and you cringe but then you see him grow and it's just like man like they do a really 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 good job with his character development i also keep thinking about how in those early seasons we were like man john crease he's like the big bad and then somehow terry silver keeps getting bigger and badder and terry silver who like has like he hasn't really done a whole lot in the time since Cobra or since Karate
2: Kid, right? No, not really.
0: And like he gives a hundred and twenty percent, and like I am just convinced that's who he is as a person. Like I don't think he has. I think this is not acting for him. Like he's so good. I it's truly incredible. Uh, I I love this show. We it's interesting because this season is so <clears> much <throat> more focused on like the adult storylines. I feel like than the kid ones or maybe those are the ones that I think are stronger and stand out to me. Um, So I feel like we didn't we got like a lot less like Robbie and stuff like that than I am maybe used to but I am just having so much fun. I love the show. Yes Andy.
3: Um, I, I did want to kind of just pile on <laughs> to yeah. even in the episodes I wasn't necessarily enjoying in the beginning of the season because I just kind of felt like I don't know I just felt like they didn't really have a sense of direction and they just kept on playing with the same sort of tired. Miguel hates Robbie, and Robbie hates Miguel. And I just grew like really kind of bored of it. But, um, yeah, uh Johnny Lawrence. I just like you were mentioning. I still think he's like one of the best characters on TV. I just like it, even in the episodes I I wasn't enjoying whenever he'd be on screen the little lines of dialogue that they'd write for him were just always hilarious. And it's all of the stuff where he's always just always getting shit wrong. And he like, go ahead, Nick, maybe you're going to bring up a line that I just can't think of right now, but Holy shit. Like I, he just always makes me laugh. He's perfect.
2: Well, I mean, he's, he is, I could not agree with you more, but I just want to say this. And I know we're going to get into this when we get into any sort of episode breakdown, but we all, and I've seen it three times now. I watched it on the plane. We've all seen Top Gun Maverick, right? <laughs> and we all walked away with that movie thinking this might have been the greatest action movie, maybe the greatest movie ever made, were it not for the fact that they didn't have any Kenny Loggins in it. Mm. And, of course, Cobra Kai seeing that was like, guys, we got, not only are we going to have Kenny Loggins in it, we're going to do a whole Top Gun montage Starring Johnny Lawrence as he shows up in the same fucking costume that I bought Tim for when we did Top Gun. It's the stupidest thing ever. And it's so endearing. It's so He he is just everyone's favorite uncle who's so out of touch with anything that's happening in society today. And you got to just love him for it because he does want to learn, Tim.
3: Tim, it's Top Gun. It's Rocky. It's everything is perfect. So
2: many references. So many Rocky. Aren't you so glad we're doing Rocky and Review now, Tim? So you got all those references, <laughs> you guys. You don't. You don't
1: understand. You don't understand what I went through this weekend. Like, the, Tim Gettys has ascended to a whole new level. Like what it means to be me, thanks to Cobra Kai season five, mm-hmm. specifically the the back half of it, because of everything you guys are saying. But Nick, I want to point out about that Top Gun scene, that fucking Top Gun scene, that it wasn't Johnny. It was Miguel's mom's dream. Oh, yeah. When it revealed that, it from that moment on this season was (laughs) flawless to me. Like, it just look, I'm right there with, I think, everybody. The Mexico stuff seemed a little weird the first mm-hmm. episode or two i was kind of like i love this show i fucking love this show this season is just going to be more of the things that i love it is mm-hmm. not going to blow me away there's no way it's going to have the the hallway fight at the school or even the breaking into the Larusso house type thing or, Gosh, so or a, the big all valley tournament that we saw in season four like i just don't think that they could have A moment that it it feels as good or is as hype or is as exciting and i was a fucking moron i was so absolutely (laughs) wrong i feel like now that the season's done how kind of weird and different the beginning is was all part of the plan nick said it with the the puzzle pieces that is probably the most poetic way to to put this show like it really does feel like every choice they made they had us by the balls they were playing with every every expectation we had we thought oh miguel's dad must come back Miguel's th- that must be the much bigger thing i love that it wasn't i love that they set up a literal gun a gun in the first act goes off of the end no didn't fucking have to they played with us by having johnny just come there not having the the any type of stare down or anything yeah. between johnny and miguel's dad they're like no we're fucking over over this this show this season is about everyone coming together and being happy and it was about miguel getting a new dad in johnny lawrence get Mm -hmm. goodbye old dad we don't need you anymore let's move on so every single person can just kumbaya and get together we've had four seasons of every single betrayal possible that's not what this season was about we got one or two just to keep things spicy but oh my god the moment what was it three four episodes in that i realized what they were doing where i was like oh they are literally solving every problem the show has ever had between it. any characters. We're getting not a whole bunch of different splintered sides. It is all against one, and that one is Terry Goddamn Silver. The greatest yeah. villain ever put on screen from Karate Kid 3 to this taking over the world with karate? Oh mm-hmm. my god. <laughs> I can't believe Good what we work. got. This this is Karate Kid Endgame. And we yeah. didn't know <laughs> didn't when know. we went in to watch Avengers Endgame. We knew what we were getting into. We went into Cobra Kai season five thinking it was just Cobra Kai season five. I did not expect to get Daniel LaRusso and the three villains of two of uh, the the first movies all together, so cut incredible. intercut. With the scene of all the kids now working together while a computer hacking situation's going on, <laughs> it was art. It, it was, was beautiful. The the thing is, Stingray beating we, up a bunch of kids, <laughs> dude. When we look back at the other seasons, there's a couple of the fights that we can call out and be like, "Oh, they did that. They did that. Those were epic. Those are the those are the ones you remember." This season has too many that I can't even count the highlights. Man, they just gave any cool fight. They held nothing back. They're just like, oh, people want to see Amanda LaRusso fight? You're going to get that. People want to see this rematch? You're going to get that. That rematch? You're going to get that. People want to see uh, Samantha LaRusso doing a Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker uh, fighting (laughs) against herself thing. Fuck it. They're going to get that. That We want to see a Leonardo (laughs) Raphael fight. You're going to fucking get that. This show delivered. I love it. I don't think it could ever come close to being as good as this. I am blown away. The last couple episodes of this are are some of my all-time favorite things period hard stop Nick Scarpino
2: Tim if I can change and you can change <laughs> <laughs> this, gonna get <laughs> this guy gets it this guy gets it fuck man that got me yeah. so hard i was I, like i so good i could hear tim laugh out loud when i heard that line i was like i was texting you and you went up so behind me i was like he, he, this is the funniest and the guy's like i love rocky man i just
3: <laughs> so love it. Rocky this guy gets it. this guy gets it <laughs> i it's fucking too- lost it at that moment dude. God, it's,
1: it's the sheer so love that that these people that are making the show have for this show For the Karate Kid franchise and for just like movies and everything in general. Like sometimes references are just references. This show takes it so much further. Like how stupid it is that they're in on it with the flashbacks. They know how ridiculous it is that we are now counting down the scenes that have not been flashed back to in the Karate Kid movies. And we're at a point now. We were at this point a season or two ago where they started flashbacking to themselves. We are now flashbacking to the same season in this one. And like, they were just having so much damn fun with it. The amount of references, whether it's direct quotes to Rocky or things like that that are actually part of the story. But like things like, a reference to the Hawkeye getting the Infinity Gauntlet and try to get it away with Anthony LaRusso with the goddamn c- computer thing uploading. I can't believe they did that, That's but so they funny. did, and they pulled it off after making us think
2: that Chosen was dead. Dead. Mm-hmm. After he's dead, Truly and making us think insane. that John Kreese was that even though we all knew that he was faking his death with the with of course the old tried and true Jello red Jello. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> the
0: weirdest. The weirdest like breadcrumb trail in the entire season was absolutely the the jello
3: the fucking jello i wanted to point out this uh tweet that i put out because uh um yes i I said miguel's dad is the actual giga chad beam like this is uncanny and then uh i know it's backwards for the stream it's all good but disciple replied that might be miguel's father but it's not his daddy
2: and that oh, is no. so yes. perfect. <laughs> but what a, I mean, again, look, a, a lot of the things you know in this show are obvious, but they're not obvious to me because I'm stupid. And as he was sort of bringing them together, it, it occurred to me. I was like, oh, well, I mean, they're going. This kid that he's having, I mean, they're brothers at this point, right? They're gonna, they're they're essentially gonna be brothers, Miguel and and Robbie. And I love. I love that scene where he's like, you got to let him just fight it out. And we was talking to Daniel. He's like, maybe one of like, if they had let us just fight it out, no points, no nothing. And then Johnny gets the dig in or he's like, all I needed was three points. <laughs> like you mm-hmm. wouldn't, you wouldn't have <laughs> much. All you had was three points. He's like, you wouldn't, you didn't have much more than that. But like all of that stuff was just like so beautifully done and it's simple and it's melodramatic. And of course it's cheesy, but to Tim's point, like, They know who they're making this show for. They're making this show. It's it's people like us making the show for people like us. People who have a love of Karate Kid, a love of the 80s, a love of all those references, and are not embarrassed when their wife... Literally laughs at them because they're crying at this show. These are the people that are creating karate
1: miracle, Nick. Uh, Makuga (laughs) sent in his thoughts because his power is out, but he says, This series proves the fact that no matter the age, skill level, or state of your enemy, there's always room for forgiveness and a chance to grow as a person. And no matter what, Terry Silver is the ultimate villain. (laughs) He never shows an ounce of kindness compared to great villains in the past, like Hans Gruber and Ali's mom in the notebook. Terry Silver only wants one thing world domination, but just like Mr. Miyagi always taught us honor moral fortitude and Core's banquet beer will always win oh <laughs> and Jello can double as blood <laughs>
3: God. so good
1: when Andy we always talk about how like oh that's anime as fuck that's anime as fuck I feel like Cobra Kai overall but this season in particular is the perfect example of what we mean when we say that right like it is this is them having as much fun as they possibly can with playing with that of anytime they're like we could make this a little more exciting to make someone out there go, "Let's fucking go!" They're like, "We're gonna do it. We're gonna do that," and then we're gonna turn it up just a little more.
3: I mean, I just wasn't expecting Chosen in a sword fight and a and a sci-fi or what? What are the mm-hmm. size size? It mm-hmm. right? I oh, wasn't right, expecting see to see like actual weapons being used and Chosen getting all cut up like they took it to places that were far beyond just a backyard brawl or a school brawl like it got close to murder and then when Johnny Silver (laughs) is on the ground in the water he goes I've always wanted to die on the battlefield (laughs) (laughs) that moment I laughed so hard I was like this is amazing dude how about that moment chosen shows a a moment of like just kind of getting distracted and he gets slashed on the back but yeah dude yeah this moment again did kind of remind me of all of the the anime stuff that we would always bring up if if anything for all of the different powers being like look we don't have to like each other right now but we have to fight against this bigger bad right now we've always hated each other there's so many different sides and factions that are warring with each other but. We have to come together to, and to an understanding in order to fight this bigger evil, which is just always one of the coolest sort of things in, in anime and just pop culture.
1: And, dude, the Quicksilver.
3: Like, mm-hmm. it has been. Quicksilver. We, I mean, we just watched 3,000
1: Rocky movies, right? <laughs> and the whole time, Andy, me and you were just like, I just wish they had the setup and payoff just a little more, whatever. We're now five seasons into Cobra Kai, four movies into uh, Karate Kid franchise even more if you count the reboot. And so far, we've only had the crane kick, right? They didn't mm-hmm. add any other specials. They didn't add any it. other finishing moves, or whatever. This season knew that they've earned that moment. This was the Avengers Assemble Portals moment where they're like, cool, we got everybody. We got to take it up a notch. And when he introduces the Quicksilver <laughs> and what it could do, and it, when then they flash back to Karate Kid 3, proving to us, yo, this was set up back then. We're not just up, making yeah. it up now. And then to have it countered with the
3: crane to yeah. end it all. Come on, come on! show. Like, you had to imagine as they are putting all of these puzzle pieces together, like was mentioned earlier, that they are just like, oh my god, this is fucking perfect. Like we have, <laughs> I we didn't realize we had all of the tools ready at our disposal. We just need to put them into place, and and I think they did it really flawlessly. Like that final episode is among one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. Um, And again, it took some getting, it took some getting there. I wasn't super stoked with it early on. I kind of felt bummed out, actually. I was like, oh no, maybe, maybe it was it actually ever that good. Maybe I was just like in a weird place and I thought it was, no, no, no. They got, they got it to where it needed to be for me, at least. I, I, not everybody may agree with me, but yeah, I've, once we got near the end, those final kind of, I'd say several episodes, honestly, really with episode five and the joining of the family together. um, Man, that got me like emotional and it sort of pulled at all the right heartstrings for me. And then they just kept on like, all right, how do we kind of up the ante? Chosen hunting these kids, hiding an egg, (laughs) like the funniest shit of all time. (laughs) It's amazing.
2: And then and then to cap everything off, Chosen gets his back slashed open, right? They bring him back in the party ride limo. Mike Barnes brings him back. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> and then they were like, Mike Barnes is like, Mike Barnes stole a Rembrandt. And he was like, that's probably worth as much as my weird store that had fake fire on it. And then as cho- they're like, Chosen, you're going to die. You got to get in the ambulance. And he's like, all right, maybe I'll get in the ambulance. And as he gets in, he says, and I quote, I should have had a short island iced tea.
1: Yeah, he does. (laughs) Now, we're going to get back to talking a lot more about Cobra Kai. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by me, Undies. We've all heard of gut instinct. But have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen to your butt. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life MeUndies head-to-toe for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on MeUndies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order, and exclusive purchase like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com/kinda funny. That's meundies.com/kinda funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes the first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features grow your business with shopify today go to shopify.com slash kf games right now that's dot com slash kf games all lowercase <laughs> i i just did I not we expect- up, I, i'm call, making the call right now we're just gonna ride this episode out just talking about it i don't okay, think we need okay. to get into, into the, the details of the plot of every episode of this but go for it okay.
0: joe i did not expect to love chosen so much this season as I ended up doing it, they he I I didn't know what to expect when we got the reveal last season of like what this was gonna look was it last season yeah yeah right?
2: when he brought him out where he's like he's yeah like, at, the, at, at Miyagi's at grave. the cemetery yeah badass
0: and not only do we get we get so many different versions of chosen we get intense sensei chosen we get drunk bar dancing chosen which I didn't know was something to expect mm-hmm. I love all of his dynamic with uh amanda (laughs) like amanda's like you can't just you can't just have him amanda seems is just constantly a a gem in this of just the the voice of reason being like not everything revolves around karate and then she goes home and hangs out with her cousin and just she learns she uh she understands i don't know how that works (laughs) i I did did, and then she fights in the bar (laughs) none of this makes sense
3: I didn't put it together, Joe. I didn't realize that was the girl from chronic kid three. Like I just, I didn't know it until, until they did the flashback. And I was like, no fucking way. This is amazing. And they're, and like, it's extremely far fetched, but not too far fetched. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's within some, their stupid logic (laughs) and reason of the show and the universe and how they set but, up their rules. And I was just like, God damn, I can't believe they're doing this.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, though. They didn't date in Karate Kid 3, right?
3: No, no they did she, not. They
2: were just friends, right? Yeah. They, they made a point where she's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I'm getting over they specifically didn't
0: me. date because she was so much younger than him in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's
2: right. That was the thing. So Daniel, it's Because at this point, what? Uh, LaRusso was like 45 24, years old. Yeah,
0: like she was like 16. <laughs> yeah, no, Ma- no. Macho no. was like, I'm, I'm well, my grandfather
2: right now.
3: In the show, they made it a point to say, like, I'm leaving soon and nothing can really.
2: Yeah, happen.
3: Like, we're not going to really date each other. So let's just be friends. And they were like, all right, cool. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So they like they were very like kind of just chill buddies or whatever. But I don't. What did she tell Amanda LaRusso? Did she say that they dated?
2: No, she said. Remember, because they have that one line in the bar where she goes, when you got out to L.A., I told you to look um him up because we were friends basically like they uh, she put them she put them together because she was going out there or whatever it was
3: um do you guys know well, who she's so married I, to
0: in real life no she's married to coach bolton from the high school musical movies which Sick. is so random
3: That's and, and she's obviously
0: like
2: leipzig's sister
0: but i just like all these random Wait, like, is she connections. Really? yeah like half sister i think
2: how do, oh my god this is incredible that makes mm-hmm. sense they have the same last name
0: they
2: do <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love you Nick. <laughs> go for it, Andy. um
3: <laughs> i wanted to oh gosh i had something i wanted to bring up before we started bringing up the sister was it the fact
2: that martin cove is god bless him they had to sub him out for his younger self to do the fight scenes because he was just like well not good for this them guys. doing that fuck i love yeah, that dude fuck yeah they did martin oh cove, yeah russian life but man some of these guys something like god bless ralph macho and terry silver but the <laughs> I'm like, can we speed this up just a little bit, guys? Can we speed up a little bit of the film?
3: Well, Chosen got a lot of his. Uh, yeah, He had a double. He had like, a double. Most of the oh, time, yeah. yeah. Well, they also
2: did hit, like, he was, like, flying around like a fucking Ninja Turtle. So yeah. <laughs> it was like, we got to get someone that's 22 years old in here and put the bad one, thing on
3: him. One thing I really enjoyed um, when we talk about Chosen as a character was it, it kind of reminds me of, like, playing a, a very long RPG and then doing that one character loyalty side quest and getting more story (laughs) and like i thought it was a really cool moment with him with daniel talking to him at the bar and him talking about how he was disgraced um for almost committing murder (laughs) attempted murder murder. you know (laughs) know, attempted murder (laughs) Uh, but like just talking about how he sort of fought back from that and kind of like found himself in this super dark place. I really loved all of that back and forth that they had there in the bar and kind of like humanizing it more because this whole time it's just been, oh, Chosen, the guy who tried to kill him in part two, he's just he's just silly guy now. He's just a silly friend. And I really love that they kind of humanized them a lot more in that moment.
2: Well, and he also took on the role of mentor as well, right? Because Daniel was looking to him and he was basically mentoring like everyone in this, including Samantha and some of the younger kids, which I thought was really, really cool. But I also love that like, He's just hundred and twenty percent when you only need ninety percent most of the time. That's great. Like <laughs> bring in the si- like that the, the last <laughs> fucking reveal, the fucking reveal <laughs> where they're in the sword room and Terry grabs the sword and he opens up his coat and he's got the size in there and it was set up to <laughs> The fucking puzzle piece was over there. You didn't see it the entire time. He said, That's <laughs> coming. You didn't because you saw him give said- it to the bouncer.
1: When they were in Terry Silver's sword room. yeah, And it's like, Mm -hmm. that was just, oh here, episode one, just guys deal with it. The set in this show is incredible now. And I love how much use they got out of those sets because they looked awesome. I love the new Cobra Kai. I love that it just looks like a fancy freaking soul cycle. Like they nailed (laughs) all of that shit and they did it to be able to have these big set piece fights and like have them look dynamic and be ridiculous and over the top. But it's the smaller terry silver moments for me that i just can't get enough of when we hear the voicemail playing when uh, daniel larusso is in the steam room and you just hear it start and you know it's coming and then silver just comes out of the fucking of steam it is just like this show they know what they have and they're using it and they're giving it their all and for then i forget the timeline of it if it's before or after this the the shot of barnes looking up at his furniture store on fire! It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we've ratcheted up everybody. Go for it, Joe.
0: Uh, in terms with the in line with the Terry Silver thing too. When he bids on the bonsai trees, and that moment comes full circle from trying to get there, it's like I didn't even realize there were that many things to reference to yeah. bring back mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. would like be like, oh my gosh, it's the trees, <laughs> it's and they just, like, <laughs> and it, they do like who I didn't know that I had this emotional attachment to that part of the movie that, like, I really kind of don't think about that often, but apparently it's just deep I, in my brain.
2: At one point, I think um, Robin Lively's character mentions climbing as well. Like, she got back from a climbing trip or something, and I was like, right, she taught him how to right. Spell. She mm-hmm. taught him how to climb. That was the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's <I> nothing, mean- <laughs> no stone left unturned
0: and the weird mac and cheese <laughs> reference, too, was Yeah. from the oh, movie. Oh, man.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, this was just oh.
0: like...
1: Just Olive Garden in general. Oh. <laughs> the sheer reverence that they have for Olive Garden, the breadsticks. I was like, oh, I love you, creators of this show. Like, thank you. I feel so seen. I feel so heard.
3: I know, man. I, I, know. I just, I need just a super cut of all of Johnny Lawrence's one liners. Like, they're not coming to mind right now. Uh, the one where he, I mean, the whole episode
2: starts off and he's like, he gets out of the convenience store and he's like, okay, I have some Mexican Coke. And Robbie's like, they, just, they call it Coke here. <laughs> they just call it coke here dad
3: no he's got the chihuahua and he's like he's like i bought it here you can't say it's wrong to do something (laughs) he's like it's not a don't say it's offensive i bought it here
0: and (laughs) the fbi shirts is just the cherry and how how that
3: and how that plays actually played
2: into the narrative
3: god damn it
2: that was was, i mean what about every every moment where he was doing the gig culture stuff where he was doing ride sharing and like postmates <laughs> and stuff like that. And then like the Billy full Isle-ish. circle, cool, cool. They'll <laughs> probably puts on Billy idol hilarious. Uh, and then the full circle <laughs> moment with the pawn shop owner who was always a dick to him before. And is like, look, dude, like, and then like lays it out like you do what you got to do for the kids. It makes it all worth it. And he's like, this is a good turning point for him. I mean, who the hell thought that was good? Gonna... I'm waiting for the convenience store guy to come back. Remember that guy from <laughs> oh, yeah. on season one who was just a dick to everyone? Dude, I Dude, oh, another
3: another line real quick that I laugh super fucking hard at is when he delivers food. She's like, it's cold. He goes, oh, yeah, I had the windows open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's such an idiot, man. Oh, God, it's so good. But I will say like one of the one of the best moments that it took me a second to realize what it was it was when he tries to do the escape room and he takes all the coolest banquet cans and makes a cactus out of them because it's a it's in Wild West theme I was mm. like that that is good art direction right there like somebody <laughs> thought about that that was smart I mean not only did someone think about
1: that he set up this whole elaborate thing for them to act out a scene <laughs> together and then the <laughs> the, the grandma the comes out while well, comes in, in. <laughs> that is so fucking funny man god, that is so funny oh god <laughs> um, but uh, joey earlier you brought up that like this show does things that in other shows we just we would hate and we'd be like this is so stupid and corny and it just doesn't work but like it's because the show commits at all times the same level of like we know what this is and we're, we're doing the thing that moments that should be so dumb and i when i say it out loud it's like this sounds stupid but they set up for five seasons that johnny lawrence is johnny lawrence we we understand his character we know that he's he doesn't understand tech send it to the internet all that stuff he doesn't know how to goggle all of that but then the way that they show like explicitly show johnny lawrence's character development is that he now uses the internet to learn things and we (laughs) see him learning how to take care of a baby and like learning how to mend relationships and like he takes it all seriously and then we take it seriously that oh yeah Good character development, but it works. It somehow at, fucking works. It's one, so stupid,
3: point, and even at the end of him going, make sure you get an Uber black. That's you know the other ones may be a little <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> like,
2: now he knows all levels of Uber. <laughs> but there's at one point he says, "I goggled conflict resolution," and some of it is just so right and so wrong in the same statement. It's so freaking funny, and it works. I mean, like I love that. Again, coming back to that scene where he makes them where he like makes them fight, and they come to that moment. And they have that that beautiful thing. I mean, that, that is actually something that happened to me when I was younger. Like, instead of fighting, instead of doing that, I actually talked to someone that I had a conflict with in high school. And we just settled it. And we're fine for the rest of the time. And it's just something that happens. Like, it's so weird to me that, like, yes, some of these relationship role reversals are cheesy. And, yeah, they come out of nowhere. And, yes, they're they're very anime. And they're kind of ridiculous. But that was kind of how it was like when you were in junior high and high school, right? Like someone would say one thing and you'd hate them forever. And then they'd be like, then you'd be like, why do I hate them? And they'd say another thing. And you're like, oh, now you're my best friend. And that's just how it goes. And they capture that in this. They
1: captured that but then they also give the opportunities to have the Miguel and Robbie fight and they set it up perfectly so with good. with the the Daniel and Johnny and I love how they handled that thank god they didn't they flirted for a second but in the right way thank god yes. that they committed to just having it be Johnny and Daniel are on the same side. There's not going to be them beefing because we've got that way too many times before, but for yes, Daniel 100%. to help Johnny teach the whole situation, to the kids I'm like, you know what? You, we just got to fight it out. We just got to let them go as long oh! as they want. And then we got the guy, everybody. We Woo! got the power, baby. Uh, Sorry, that guys. Fight was 10 out of 10 it was one of the the best choreographed things because they did the kek- the tekken kick where we had one of those stage changes where he like kicks him through the door and i was just like this is absolutely wild and i love that they did the flashback to the season two finale of him breaking his back and all that stuff and there's like is he gonna do it is he gonna no do and it? i was on the edge of my seat like what is about to <laughs> Me go too. down and they have josh mcuga welcome to the show how are you doing
4: hey guys oh man it has been an afternoon but i'm psyched to be here I would tell you guys what, this, uh, whoo, what, what, what a
2: season. What a season. What a season. a slow clap. It's a slow clap. You know what I mean?
4: Unbelievable. I would tell you what, after episode two, I was like, you know what? I'm going to text Nick. I'm going to text Nick and, Nick and Tim. I'm texting him. And then I was like, wait, you know what? Let me give this a brief. Episode, all right, I'm going to text him. This, it was insane. I didn't, you guys texted me before I could text you. I, well, <laughs> I was...
2: I was I was on vacation for two weeks, and so I, I came in the weekend thinking, "Oh no, these guys have surely watched us already." Because why? What kind of savage would wait until uh, what was it Saturday night or Sunday night? When we were texting each other. Yeah, it was,
4: Saturday or it was like s- Sunday
2: morning. I think. Yeah, Sunday yeah. After, Sunday afternoon. And I was like, "What kind of savages wait this long?" And I texted. I, I just finished like episode seven, and you guys yeah. were on episode six. And I was like, "Okay, we're the same. We're the same human beings." And I'm glad because I could feel that we were going through the emotional roller coaster together. And I want Andy was uh, before you got here, Josh. He was talking about how it started slowly. To me, it did not. I the fight on the beach. We haven't even talked about that with these random forty-five-year-old dudes (laughs) who are just like. uh, the Australian guy
4: in Mexico swindling people. What the fuck is happening? Oh, I know. Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, right, I'm here in Mexico. Oh, like, where was the writing? Pro? You know what it was, dude. I'm telling you, there was like a there was a point where they're writing the show and they're like, all right. So you remember that time we went to
2: Mexico and an Australian <laughs> guy swindled us? We're writing that in the show. <laughs> the show. But like, but weirdly enough. Like, it felt satisfying, right? Miguel didn't fight him. Miguel got swindled by them. And then you yep. get the payoff when Johnny realizes what's going on. And then Robbie comes. And it's a great moment oh, for Robbie, Robbie to come and yeah. save his dad for the first time. And it's a bonding thing. And the whole the whole experience is he's like, we're going to go. We're going to have these adventures. And Robbie at first is like, God, this is stupid. You tricked me into this. And then they end up having him. Uh, Andy. Can I
4: predict I will- what Andy's going to say? Can I predict what Andy's going to say? Yes, go, go ahead. Everyone close your eyes. What a, what a glow up for Robbie Keane.
3: What a oh, glow up! Gr- great glow up. That's how, what I was actually going to say. Mukuga was the phenomenal line among many phenomenal lines for Johnny Lawrence because I think he's still like my favorite written character in fiction in a long time. When Maybe he tells ever? the guy, ever. "When he tells <laughs> the guy, I'm going to shove the surfboard so far up your ass, people are going to want to ride the waves on you." <laughs> like, <laughs> that was amazing dude i freaking i love
2: it and listen this wasn't a reference but i made i'm gonna make it a reference uh in my brain because at one point he gets hit with a surfboard and if you remember johnny utah gets hit with the surfboard as does patrick swayze in point break so i'm gonna say that was a point Break. the whole thing was a point break reference (laughs) uh which will just which makes the show even better i'm also gonna say or
4: nick or nick was it a flashback to when johnny lawrence really didn't get the best of a beach fight Against, uh, me, oh. you're right.
2: A- was that his beat? A small Italian, Italian boy. The that redemption. Right. <laughs>
1: uh, the so beach redemption, there, Andy. There was a moment that they made it clear, like pretty quickly after this, that this this wasn't correct because uh, it it made it show that it was clearly a movie in the universe. But I was so excited about the the concept that for just a brief second, that in this world, Rocky actually stopped the Cold War. Yeah. Like I thought that they were setting up that this was in the Rocky world. That would and that like remember. that happened and that was how history went down. Look, I'm And gonna then tell you they right pretty now. quickly made it clear that no Johnny watched the movie and stuff well, like that. Yeah. is this
4: like that a last action incredible. hero? Is this like a last action hero no, thing? No, no. Where but it's gonna... like semi-in the world and semi-not.
2: It's it's let's put it this way. We all we all love Sylvester Stallone. We know where his career is at right now. It's okay. not beyond it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Sylvester Stallone makes a cameo as Rocky in this in, in Cobra Kai season <laughs> six or seven. It's a possibility. Oh my God. And don't think that I haven't queued up the Samaritan and I'm not gonna watch that later tonight. <laughs> oh well, uh, that would. Should we do an interview of the Samaritan? <laughs> yeah, we absolutely should. <laughs> I am I, I will say this, out of out of all the things there, I mean minor criticisms aside of the show, I am they've gotta be talking to Hillary Swank, right? Swank, dude. Has to. Thank, Thank god, like Danielle brought my my wife brought it up perfectly. She was like, You think that if you were had anything to do with the first three or four karate kid films, that you're just staring at the phone waiting for it to ring? And yes. to which I said, These are these are the people that are making this show are masters at their craft. They've already called them. They've already done all oh, their man. due diligence. They've got this stuff teed up. I wanna know it's not an if, it's when. Is Hillary Swank gonna come, gonna be on this in some way, in some way, shape, or form? Do you think that Will Smith
4: and John Lasseter are like fake producers so that like we have the thought that Jaden
1: Smith is eventually gonna come Dude. into this? So that's the thing. When we think about what this show has done and what this, this season has accomplished, all right? right? Like we are at a point that like real talk, if there was never another episode of Cobra Kai, I would be sad. We'd be but oh, no, we'd this be was fine, such a good
2: ending. No, no, I mean it's but to what Tim's Like, this is this is a fitting no. this it could end. I know I, I wanted this to go on forever. I want this to yeah. go on forever, and I want them to not make the movie out of Sam and Max. I want that to be a show that goes on forever as
1: well. <laughs> but no, but like, yeah, to me, this feels like Furious Seven, where it's like they threw it all in there and it was I had a beautiful end that if this is the end, it's fine. I don't ever want them to stop making those movies are they as good as they used to be no but like i don't want them to stop but if they did i'd be like at least we had that Mm -hmm. that's what this feels like to me where it's like okay we have this moment this was this was end game if we never got phase four i'd be upset but like that was such a beautiful end blah 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 uh but although i'd be okay with that they have enough set up including crease on the loose is he gonna get a (laughs) redemption arc or is he now an one. amazing web series like, I, can we get
4: a, can we get a crease on the loose web series first of what he's doing in between now and the season like, i like, want i just hey guys at in texas yeah. <laughs>
2: i just want to point out to everyone that john crease went through the entire process of breaking out of what has to be the most minimum security prison I've ever seen in my life, because there's just <laughs> one door that <and> <laughs> goes through the outdoor parking lot. Uh, he does it, and he doesn't need to. He's exonerated at the end of it, but now he's broken out of prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, and I wa- by the way, he's in a maximum security prison
4: for, like, mediocre assault.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah. how they judge it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I God, wanted to point out that, go. like, how amazing would it be if they made john crease um if suddenly like they're god oh my god we didn't even talk about like the map with the pieces looking that like a it, so they
1: did it, they did it guys! Funny.
3: oh my god that was amazing i just wanted to throw that out because i make sure i don't forget that well, we'll there wasn't a even a that
4: good... andy there wasn't even a good like throwaway line from, from, from anybody that was like, so who made this map? And he's like, no, it took me all night. It. Yeah. We
3: it. <laughs> I, I no, we got it. there'd be something like that. Not <laughs> only that,
2: but we got, we got the joke of the guy. We were like, where are they? This looks like mission control and like shield operating, yes. like a helicarrier. And the guy opens the door. He's like, Hey, is anyone going to sell me a car? At
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LaRusso Auto. Was was great moment. At this
4: <laughs> point, LaRusso Auto is so out of business. Listen. <laughs> guys my dad was a car dealer for 30 years i saw him a combined like 10 hours a yeah. week yeah Larusso's teaching a co- he's chasing a bad guy he's <laughs> like and he
1: owns the
2: dealership like yeah. that's insane. and amanda co-runs it and she's off and she, she's not
3: helping to run it either she's
1: fighting the good fight too now <laughs> they left it yeah. they left well,
3: that's it. that's what happens that in ohio the too.
1: cousins Yes. Oh the cousins are fighting. Cousins. Oh my God. The oh cousins God. are fighting
3: each other. What, what I want to say about Crease, real quick, is that I wanted uh, it, I want like people to start getting calls in and be like, um, Oh, the uh, the the Gulf Cartel just had like ni- forty eight of their men taken out, and then like the Yakuza just got twenty. 20- and it's like it's like Ronan in Endgame where he's just like on a killing spree, killing all these <laughs> gangs. But it's Crease just Dude. murdering all sorts of people around the world. So that's the thing is like where we're web
4: series Crease on the loose or what did you say Crease on the, loose. <laughs> Let's on do the it. loose? But we have
1: him out there, right? We know he's exonerated, but he's not because he just broke out of jail. He's out there. He's probably going to be the villain whatever that is. But we start thinking what else was set up in this this series that we haven't seen the fucking world tournament of the the Sekai Takai yeah. which like we're gonna fucking get that is gonna be the end of it all but that is where we can get be, Swank right? who has a different Miyagi-Do that she's oh, set up somewhere wow. else imagine if they did that imagine we get Jaden Smith imagine we get Will Smith there's so many options out there of what they can do but what I love so much about that is that this season had flashbacks that we just didn't even fucking expect of like a young crease in silver like training and uh, that whole thing about <sighs> so their cool. master's master like we're that's just so going cool. back in that lineage but did you notice that the girl that like winks it in is the sensei yeah for later yeah, 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 yeah the the girl. think about that think about that Kreese and her teaming up oh yeah
2: oh that's happening dude and this is the thing like Kreese she was and her the best
4: addition up. to the season right
2: nick creasing her wait which one she was the, the i don't know
4: her name I have oh no, no, no i thought
2: the... was She's just angry braided hair. I don't so know. So bad. I don't know she, she whipped.
3: She whipped. What's <laughs> <laughs> her face at the braid? <laughs> it was one of those things.
2: It's one of those things where we're like this. There was like three shows in one in this season, right? We got Cobra Kai. We got the melodramatic sort of like low-key heartfelt kind of deep message when you start pulling back the, the layers of what we know and love, right? Yeah. Then we got the whatever Terry Silva and these cartoon villains were doing over on this and his uh,
0: never-ending uh, uh, supply of senseis. Senseis yes.
2: and money guys and, and, and Mighty Morphin Power Ranger sets for the oh gym that God. they were working into. That was like a whole other dimension. And she plays this so 1980s villain that you can't help but love them. F- and like none of the senseis behind them get anything to say. They just get to come in and, and, and like do some cool karate shit. And that's pretty great. And then Tyron Woodley gets his finger cut off. At which point I'd be like, this just got real. Because everything else seems to heal, but the, he got his fucking finger <laughs> cut off. Burning blood. How about the end there? So- they like, like, First of all, I yelped
4: watching Chosen get cut. Then he gets cut in the back. And passes out in a pool just enough that he won't drown. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> smart. Smart, which I caught. But you know there was a scheduling conflict as the entire fight is happening. And Johnny is getting the sh- kicked out of him for... And then all of a sudden, Mikey Barnes is like, my agent paid, got us one more
2: day. One more I'm back, baby. <laughs> yeah. Mike Barnes comes in, does, does a little back. barrel roll on someone, and then Johnny has the best line where he's like, I did most of this. <laughs> I
3: know, I know. Well, well I, Makuga, I, you, Makuga, you forgot to point out, something I pointed out earlier, is that not only when Chosen, before Chosen got knocked to the ground and was almost bleeding out, we get the line from Johnny uh, Silver saying... I have always wanted to die on the battlefield. Yeah.
2: Yes,
4: like he, oh like
2: he's Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump. Oh God! But I was so,
4: supposed to die with my men.
2: Wait, I want to, I want to riff wait, off.
4: Wait, hold minutes. on, real quick, Nick. Did real quick? Did anybody give like props to the fact that Raphael and Ninja Turtles finally got his due? Like, oh, chosen's yeah. like, I can win with size.
2: You sons of bitches! I don't so need a cool. sword. It was, no, we did not point that out But Tim did make the, the Ninja Turtles reference Or, or okay, at least good. he pointed that out <laughs> a little bit earlier I yeah. want to just say, go, going off of like The next season, which will be the, the world championship If they do that, and I love this idea Because we w- where we left John Creese is not only that he Escaped from jail, he's obviously Going to be set up to be one of the big baddies He's going to have all these senseis now, along with this other Person that he has, and He has a new team Of hardened oh Giant convicts that, are, that that he has recruited, that all refer to him as sensei. These yeah. gentlemen were very large. They yes. were big boys. And uh, I, I just love that whole thing that he's going to come out with basically a prison gang of people <laughs> that can potentially be his That's enemies true. and fight him. But, Nick, if this is an actual maximum
4: security prison, most of these guys are in there for life. However, if it is just a, like, slightly min security, and these guys are in for, like, drug charges or, like, you know, secure like. You know, assault, maybe breaking and entering. I don't know why I know all of this. Maybe too many murder (laughs) podcasts. But these guys could all get out and eventually create another group of insane senseis or just bad
2: dudes that like to punch people. I don't Josh, first off, to, to counter what you just said, they had to beat one card lock. To
4: get to the outside. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the best part the best is he steals the, the card Man, from the Kaiser psychiatrist, Sose. right? <laughs> like we and she show. doesn't say anything to anybody over like a multi-week period, we think. Like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't take it and then go straight out. He plans some jello escape. Yeah. Okay? So she had to the have reported jello, that believer. more than likely he stole it, but no no no. Her old card still works
2: showing oh man i love it dude. we're jumping so
1: far ahead to the breakout like sorry i don't think we're giving enough credit just to the fact that the john creese storyline in general where we first get revealed that someone's sending letters Mm -hmm. Uh, where are these things Mm -hmm. coming from oh it's crease from jail how is he getting it to him by using tori Tori.
2: this show (laughs) is everything tori who who continues to be yeah just this just like i I love where her character is i love that once you find out that because you're like dude you should definitely leave this gym there's no reason why you're staying there you're literally being abused these people are psychotic and you can see this. Why are you staying there? And then it's revealed that she's actually behind enemy lines, and she's trying to take him down from the inside. And you feel that claustrophobia of like, oh no, you actually are scared for her because they might figure it out. Because we've already set up that Terry Silver can fucking read your brain, and yeah. if you say the wrong, <laughs> if you say the wrong thing while you're yeah. cheersing with him, he's gonna know you're not from uh, you're, you're from Okinawa, not from fucking Kyoto. Which <laughs> it's you the said
4: inglorious you were from. bastards. It's the inglorious bastards. It is. It's, it's, this it's moment. three. It's 3 of 3
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Nick, and it's, also, great... it's also like the Oscar award-winning movie, The Departed, a lot also. Mm.
2: You know, I, 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 I'll have to take your word from that, Andy. I, I, <laughs> I deleted that from my memory, although God I did damn. watch The Wolf of Wall Street twice over my vacation. Well, let me um, ask you guys this.
4: Have you guys ever tried to start a business in Los Angeles? Getting permits for anything.
2: It's literally impossible. He you know, opened up ninety five Cobra Kai. Josh, Josh, Josh <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you so I'm gonna I'm going disagree with you right there. He oh. didn't he didn't open up ninety Cobra Kai's? He took over all the other dojos. Oh, right, You're it's right. easy. You're You're right. Don't, right. You don't when you don't have St. to trust thing. me when I tell you when you don't have to do a change of use permit for a business, which I guess you technically would not have to do here. But like just he just literally went in and rebranded yeah. the shit. That's all he did, <laughs> which was fantastic. Yeah. Now speaking of rebranding.
1: Where we're at with this whole thing, we've had the dojos kind of rise and fall. We have Eagle Fang, Miyagi-Do, all that stuff. Ooh, what's I feel up? like we're going to get what's some new, the new one? eventually. They're going to have to form. I'm calling it right now.
2: What? I don't Eagle know that though. it's going to
1: be what they do for Miyagi- the for the tournament. I think they're going to end it. That when the, by the end of this series, Cobra Kai, the dojo that is the team of all the good guys is going to be called Karate Kid. Karate
3: Kid. I think they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. That would be, I would be for it. I would be for I'm, it. I'm just at the I point right now it's like who the fuck is even with Crease? Yeah, with what Kreese? what is
4: Crease's endgame? Or oh, no, not Crease. A... Oh,
3: Terry Silver, rather.
1: Well, Terry well, Silver. that's the thing about Silver. Thank God they didn't kill him. I was worried they that we're gonna kill, kill him. Anyone, but he's still out
2: there. You they know, but I, you gotta imagine right. he's just going to jail and like who's with him? But is he going to jail? I don't know. They were like, what, 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 I what feel was like the Miguel's dad has
4: to come back at some point.
3: Dude, Danielle goes like this.
4: Hector L. Salazar?
3: Yeah. Come on, Joey.
4: I don't know, man. They
3: set up they set him up with way too much of a like if they would have made him completely boring and then Miguel just kind of through means of other, I don't know, interactions figured out. You know what? This isn't my home. Then I'd feel like, you know what? Maybe he's not going to come back. But the fact that they made him like this crime boss who has murdered Mm -hmm. people, it just made me think like, yeah, they're going to do something with him somewhere.
4: Why is every time a cartel guy does anything, his gun is the
2: shiniest thing you've ever
3: (laughs) got to be? It's so mirror. It's such Um, a chrome look. We were
2: were watching it and Dee was watching it with me. And she was like, we got to a scene with Stingray. And she was like, is that the guy that played Richard Jewell? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And she goes, I just watched him in this show with Taryn Edgerton. Yes. That's so it's good. so good. Yeah. It's and so good. And then goes, to see him in really, this is really good in that show. Yeah. And she's like, She's like, why is he doing this show? And I'm like, We're getting a divorce. He's doing this show because why wouldn't you do this show? It's yeah. so fucking fun. I
4: want to know who decided in like uh costume and makeup. They're like, we're gonna stop his beard right, right here.
2: here. It's yeah, so great smart call. No sideburns. No. he's a stingray, bro. That's what it Tim, is. Tim, I think no. we should get you. Like, I think you should be
3: stingray for Halloween. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that would be incredible. Yeah,
4: and we stingray. get you a little one of
1: these guys. Chop it up,
4: babe. Yeah. Like that
3: little Legend of Zelda shirt oh that he God. wore the whole time. Oh, and, like, that was sick. <laughs> like that little silly story with the D and D characters. Stingray was great this season. Like, I, surprisingly. I, yeah. Honestly, when he first showed up, I was like, oh, I don't think this is going to go over well. And
1: again, I was so fucking wrong because like, I thought that they used him perfectly in this. And that D&D thing was
2: inspired. That was yeah. funny. That was good. Do, you guys, mean, again, do
4: right. you guys think that the shout out to
2: the, the water park fight scene was a shout out to Bill and Ted's? I don't know because at first I thought yes, but then but then I it, as it dawned on me that it wasn't much of so much of a water park as it was just a closely a pool. shot pool that had a <laughs> yeah. slide.
3: Yeah, I think because so they too. were like they were like there's cool rides over there.
2: there. There's
1: cool rides over there. We never see those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's a pool. It literally looked like smaller than the pool they had in Stranger Things season two or whatever the hell with the guy with great hair. That was um, all that stuff was just so completely ridiculous, but. I, I, but I you needed to have fights
4: every other place around yeah. the valley, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you need but to. What start... I appreciated
1: was that this didn't need to be a fight because it's like the moment they're like, "We're gonna race down the slides." I was like, "This is the stupidest fucking thing ever." <laughs> but I think that they pulled it off because, again, how over the top and stupid it was. But it's like at the end of the day, it was a nice reminder that these are just fucking kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> not everything has to be karate. They're fucking I, kids. I'll but tell you not what. Not only
2: that, not only that. Sorry, Andy. Before I forget. It wasn't like they got kicked out by the police. The lifeguard was like, you guys got to go. And they're like, damn it. And they left. What they could not
4: annoying- was Andy was, do you know karate lifeguard man? Because I was yeah. a lifeguard and
3: I
2: don't know karate. <laughs> we beat the shit out of three teachers two seasons ago. We don't give a shit about you, lifeguard.
3: The thing I didn't like about that sequence was it reminds me of we've we've applauded this show for reminding us of of anime in the best times. It reminded me of anime in the worst times. Like this reminds me of the arcs where you're just like, I don't give a shit about what's happening right now, man. Like this, I, and I think a lot of it was just being tired of the same petty squabbles that these people were having. I haven't, I don't know if I've ever said the word squabbles, but I just said it, (laughs) um, but I, I like, yeah, those early episodes, it's the same people don't like each other. And those were the same people that didn't like each other for a lot of the other episodes and the other seasons. And I just kind of grew really, really tired of it. So I was... This was a breath of fresh air when everybody finally came together. And um, I was telling them a little while ago, Makuga, not only with that fight between Robbie and um, and Miguel, having them come together with the whole like reveal of Johnny being a dad. Yeah. I love that moment between Johnny and Miguel's mom when, when like he's finally kind of accepting and he goes and all he says is badass like yeah i like had tears of joy in my eyes like i just it just felt so good you just love this character there was
4: no reason for us to cry at the end of that montage when he's like fumigating his apartment but yeah. i had like that moment because guess what guys there's a little bit of Johnny Lawrence in me. When Amanda <laughs> found out she was pregnant, I was like, well, we got to baby proof this house. Like, throw out all of the whiskey that's like half drank. Like, but, you know yeah, what I mean? Full like, bottles are
3: better. They don't But while you were fumigating, out. did you take a break to drink from the
4: Coors Life? <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I love cor- that.
4: By the way, great comedic timing of yes. that. that good timing. I was on board with that entire effing moment. That
3: was Absolutely. so good. Absolutely. I mean, th-
2: that there's that moment. And then there's also the one I think I already talked about. But there's that wonderful moment where. Daniel comes over and tries to pick a fight and Johnny's like he has that that moment where are like okay if this was last season they would start fighting right now and yeah. destroy the flat screen yada yada yeah I mean flat screens in this universe do not last no,
3: <laughs> but, you gotta really this, be careful yeah. but
2: Johnny goes yeah. what are you doing yeah like, look what are you doing how and good of a friend moment sit, is that? They sit down and they have a beer and you go, you know what? They're going to be friends forever now. Yeah, like, this was this was the end. That was, to me. That was sort of like the official end of their journey as yeah. As like, well, enemies. they won't they enemies. Now they're just friends and they're homies. And they're like, they've got this shared history and chosen's now the new homie. And they're just the three makes a party. It's just so freaking good, man. It's a there, great moment.
4: Is there anybody here? I don't know if you guys have talked about this. Uh, sorry for being late power. Who knows? Does anybody believe in the chemistry between Tori and Robbie Keane? Like, does that guy have? There is no chemistry between those two. If I'm being honest, at all, Miguel Miguel and Sam. No. Nick. No. I I like Sam a little bit.
2: I I like
0: Robbie and Sam, but that's. I agree. Yeah, in
2: my in my opinion, and I don't know if it's just because to to Andy's earlier point, we've kind of done this this merry-go-round a couple times now, five times now. I don't really believe in any of the chemistry for any of the younger kids anymore because I'm just like, I I don't know. I, maybe it's because in I their time frame, the it's chemistry. only supposed to be six months, but in our time frame, it's been like five years when we watch mm-hmm. these kids, like maybe get together, maybe not get together. The only up, chemistry
4: whatever. I agree with is Hawk and Moon, okay? They have I good like chemistry. They
3: have good chemistry. One thing I wanted to point out though, um, I like when we are getting those relationship moments in the beginning and we have... What's his face? Um, we have, God damn it! I'm blanking on her name already, though. Uh, Miguel's Lee. girlfriend. Oh, Sam. Sam. Um, when we're having them doing the, uh, she's calling him and she's mad at him and this and like, it's those early moments. I'm just like, this is fucking awful. I'm so tired of this dude. I am so tired of like. <clears throat> I was so relieved when they decided to break up. Yeah. And now they're hint, and now, like you know, it's obvious that they're gonna get back together, or whatever, but I just I was like, please rid us of when, this because I'm but just them so... all
4: together, Andy. there's no way they can win the Senkai denkai <laughs> without them all being together.
3: Yeah. I'm just be like, better. I'm just tired but... of like the 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 anger and like kind of the Thanks. bad timing that they're having with each other, like e- enough. you can only do this for so long. This isn't like. This isn't Jim and Pam, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't. I don't well, know. it's I the frustrated. same thing no, that Nick I think you're
0: know. frustrated with with the the beefs, the karate beefs. It's like, it's the same thing. It's just everybody's mixed up, and then it's, it's all and the they, same. Well, and,
3: and like Tim was mentioning, they I thought they fixed a lot of those issues. I thought well, that they yeah. totally kind of bared and, like, buckled down and said, like, all right, we're not going to have, like, a whole lot more people changing sides every other episode. We're going to be really kind of, you know, a little bit more strict with this. I feel.
2: So I feel like I feel like I, exactly. And I think one of the reasons why some of the relationships back and forths felt a little played out was because I think specifically this season was about sort of having that closure moment and then moving on. And so that is one thing that I'm like, I really <coughs> don't. It's not that I don't care. I'm sure they can do a fun job of of getting the kids back together and not back together, breaking up, heartache, whatever. But to me, the thing that I really vibe with is watching these characters have these conflicts, resolve the conflict, and then move on. And I really, really thought that Miguel and Sam were just going to be like, we're just over each other. Like, that's what happens sometimes in high school. And that's and it did. It happens. Like, sometimes you break up with someone, and they, text, and they get heartache, and then they move on to someone else. And then you You're just become friends. What's are that? You talking about? are you talking uh, about? <laughs> I mean, everyone loved me. So <laughs> <laughs> The one doing the breaking up if you know what I'm talking about. Everyone always broke I, up with me. I That's how it was. I know yeah. how it felt, Nick. I know how it felt, but it was, was there but no. you know what i mean like i but I, I i love as one of the things that i really i mean obviously it was a as we as we were unpeeling the layers on that one it's one of the things i really liked about credit three was obviously they had to do it because she was too young but i like the dynamic anytime there is there are two people on screen that traditionally and stereotypically would have to be forced into having a love relationship with each other not having that to me sometimes it's a nice relief and it's fun to explore and so i kind of want to see what these kids are like as just friends and moving on to with their lives and then moving on to this thing and like having to be there for each other in that capacity.
4: Again, they have to all come together in order to prove that the valley, Tim. Yeah. Joey, Andy, Nick. me, Is the home of karate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. A lot of people thought it centered okay. in Okinawa or someplace nope. in Japan. No. Nope. Nope. Korea? tournament. Nope, Encino. Encino.
1: Japan? Nope. Karzina. China? China? Right. Nope we're gonna to get to the the final bits of this uh first off andy i want to start with a thing i like to call haiku in review
3: yes Ooh. seven syllables in the middle yep. you need time. five for the first and last, last line if it's not poetic no need to fret it haikus don't need to rhyme mr in review haiku in review it's a Miyagi I can't you know we that this was a great season because we went
1: this long without that. Like, damn. We had so much to uh, talk about. Yagi. But thank you, Nick. Thank <laughs> you. My little niece, tonight.
4: Tim, my little niece comes out. She goes, the power's back. I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's go. I love it. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form. Just like Ignacio, Ignacio Rojas did, who says, how is it this good? It's pretty much anime. Don't want it to end. And Eric Meyer says, "Wait, Beach Pro Fighting, Super Bowl of Karate? The show rules so hard. <laughs> it really, it really does." Uh, Ignacio House also has the trivia that Sekai Takai translates to World Tournament.
4: Oh, which oh, is awesome. Cool.
1: That's now badass. is
4: there There's is there a is world? Nick, Andy, and uh, Joey. I don't know if you know this movie, Tim. This might be a little before your time. Is this a world where Kumite is the oh. afterword of? The Sakai Taikai. Well,
2: I think the Sakai Taikai, for whatever reason, has to. It has to be people that are not eighteen, right? It's got to be eighteen and, or 17 under eighteen, right? Because right? yeah. as you know, the All Valley was under eighteen. Was very right. important, important. Yeah. yeah. So, my question is: Yes, probably some of these kids will go on once they become eighteen to to uh, compete in the Kumite. Um, but do they come up with some sort of reason why this has to happen <laughs> in the Valley? <laughs> Does the is the is the oh, what is it? How do you be? How is the world so. championship no, happening no. in the same set that they used for the last one because <laughs> of budgetary constraints?
4: No, it's going to be in an insane stadium that they green screen. Okay. You know, it's it's, it's going it's to be like League of
1: Legends
3: esports shit. Question, yes, question. Yes. Who is going to be singing the theme song? <laughs> oh, God. That's a good, Which, Who is it carrying? Think
1: Underwoods about before? it, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. They're going to do best around. Like, they're going to commit oh. so Wait, wait. Far. I
4: never talked. Did you it. guys talk about uh, Eye of the Tiger?
1: At oh, point? we, we didn't talk about, we about Eye about that of the yet. Tiger.
4: But you guys Which know remember, why they sang Eye of the Tiger.
1: Originally made for Karate Kid. There we go. There you go. go. Right. They had switched around. This there was. Go. Oh, they did that. They really did that. And you know, that's a great segue into God. us ranking Cobra Kai <sighs> season Five. Kevin, can you bring up the rankings thus far of the Karate Kid cinematic universe? I forgot University? Kevin, you forgot
4: Kevin was here. I love that guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number one, we have The Karate Kid. Number two, Cobra Kai Season One. Number three, Season Four. Number four, Season Three. Number five, Season Two. Number six, Karate Kid Three. Number seven, Karate Kid Two. Number eight, The Next Karate Kid. Where do we want to rank this? I'm going to get ahead of it. I'm just going to say it. This isn't tough for me at all. It's number one. I totally agree with Andy that it was a little slow in the beginning. I think that this, it accomplished everything it set out to do. It did it so great. They could have took this one easier. They didn't. They're like, let's just commit. If this is the end, it's the best end ever. I put Endgame over Infinity War. I put Cobra Kai Season 5 over every single thing here.
4: Wow! Wow, that is a huge Tim Geddes. That is
3: like... Major I mean, I, league
4: look, fastball from Ricky Vaughn, bottom of the ninth.
3: Yeah, I I think the strongest part is how the show ends, and it leaves such a good taste in your mouth. It's sweet. It's it's savory. Yeah, it doesn't. So it, you cool. know, if it would have ended strong, I'd probably be like it's insanely low. Savory. If it started off strong, but I think it started off a bit weak, and then it just like it was just banger after banger after banger, and the show got yeah. better and better and better, culminating in what I think is. Like, probably a top three episode for the whole series. I think that final episode is, like, that fucking good. Um, I'm going to put this at number... There we go. I'm going to put this at number four. Four. Yeah. Underneath season four.
2: Yeah. I'm with Andy on this one, and I'll tell you why. Because I... I like my karate kid to be traditional, okay? Now, if this had <laughs> ended with the world tournament, like we thought they were going to, but then we realized no there was only two more episodes left and that would have cost like $2 million or not. That's got to <laughs> happen to me for season six. I would have been fine for that. I feel that the ending was fun, a little abrupt for me, and I think kind of getting, to the, the, I mean, the Terry Silver kind of uh, thing kind of wrapped up very, very quickly for me there. And I would have liked to have had them beat him fair and square in the tournament. Which now I guess we're going to have to go and, and find another adversary to beat in the tournament if they do that. Uh, I, I know we got this, the, the, this, the Sam and Tori, not Sam and Tori, um, Sam and uh, Devin, I think was the character's name, Devin Lee, uh, fight. We got that. We got the, the Hawk and Kenny fight. All that stuff was great. But the tournament from season four, how all of that went down, the fact that that was just like just this moment and just revisiting that finally again, that's what I really, really love. And I think they did that great. And obviously we don't need to necessarily go back to the alt valley, but I just, that's, that left, that's, that's what I think of when I think of this. And and uh, so I would put this right at number four, but if it goes higher, I'm not going to be mad at that. I would
4: like to take this chance to uh, speak about the tone. Are, you from, in are you from Germany also? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about, are you also? I'm going like to speak about this, this chance. like, uh, like uh, the guy from the center. The Tekai Senkai. Um, it listen, here's the thing. In across the world in karate, right? Is like nobody thinks about Germany as like a very uh, like a home for karate. No. Mm-hmm. But as we they all should. know, in order know. to make in, in order to make a karate tournament viable, you have to put a German in charge of it. Of okay. Course. So here's what's going to happen in season six of Cobra Kai, is that they're going to be training for the Seikai Tenkai. I can never pronounce it correctly. You
1: said it four different ways. (laughs) I don't
4: don't know what it is. I don't know. My wife is behind the computer right now, being like, "Stop talking like a German man." Listen, you beautiful blonde. I don't. I only can speak like this when I'm talking about uh, karate tournaments. Okay. So here's what's going to happen: is like they're going to get to the senkai tenkai, and they're going to be like, "Oh my God, you're from the All Valley. Nobody gives a shit." Okay. There are many better dojos out here of in the world, all the things, right? But the angry braided woman and all of her like patch guy <laughs> sensei's, okay, are going to be like, oh, we got many better students that's gonna beat the shit out of you in the Senkai Denkai.
3: The <laughs> accent changed a bit then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wait, <laughs> Makuga, Makuga, where's a little this leave South you African you there? Hold on,
4: Tim, I will get there. I will get there. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> a minuta. I feed a saying, okay? So. In order to agree with Nick and Tim, I believe it ranks, it goes Karate Kid 1, Cobra Kai Season 1, Cobra Kai Season 4, Cobra Kai Season 5. But it's very close. It is very close between 4 and 5. Because guess what? When Season 6 jumps off the charts, and there are so many karate uh. fighters like coming at each other, like all over the place, kicks and punches. We're going to be like, Season 6 might be the greatest season of television we have ever seen. Wow. But so number 4. I
1: agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> Joey to well.
0: Um I I'm somewhere between 3 and 4. I think I do put it at 3. Um because of the evolution of Johnny Lawrence, we get to see Terry Silver go 120% on his villainousness. He
4: um, is a villain, Joey.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to put it at number three. I would like to say that I would like to see Michael Ironside return in a future season. Oh, he'll oh. be back. Get him roped in. He'll we haven't seen him sure. yet either. And it has to be him in the swing. Maybe. What, where were they? All all Elite? Was their little like? Yes. Yeah, they, they
3: they were the people who killed the Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. were like the paramilitary yeah. organization that was. Yeah, Maybe
0: they, they the turned video. into a dojo. they SEAL yeah. Team 5. Maybe yeah. they show up to the Senkai Tenkai. I don't
2: know. They're going to. Okay, we got. Yeah, we got it. It's
0: like the Pitch Perfect of <laughs> yes. uh, Cobra Kai season. I,
4: I believe there was a German man in Pitch Perfect three. I think.
1: <laughs> there was Flula. It Flula. It Flula. Flula. Yeah. Flula yeah. 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 Uh, so there we have it. Season five of Cobra Kai is ranked number four on our list, above season three, but below seasons four, seasons one, and the original Karate Kid movie. What a ride this has been. I've had such a great time hanging out with you guys. I've had such a great time watching all of these things. I can't wait for a season six, but more than anything, I can't wait to rewatch this finale because I need to do that, right? Damn. Now, Josh McCougar, where can people find you? Well, on October 14th, you can find
4: me and other uh, kind of funny studios live for your big live Woo-hoo! stream. I'm Lisa. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm developing a version of Josh, if you guys have played Rosie. You guys hear that right
1: now?
4: <laughs> One angry little baby. Hey, come here.
1: <laughs>
4: let me see let me see. Where is she? Hold at? on. Rosie, come here. Come here. Come here, Rosie. Come here. You hey, wanna come see you wanna, you wanna come say hi to everybody on the computer? <laughs> Look,
3: why why are you talking in that
2: accent? <laughs> where are you, where, why are you German?
4: <laughs> come here. Here she comes. Here she comes.
3: <laughs> is she like walking?
0: I have like no context how oh, yeah. old your child is.
4: Oh, little Cobra Kai! Oh, hello! Yeah. Oh, a nice yeah. Oh, she's, she's a so lady. freaking cute. I can't. <laughs> she's so cute. Oh, say hi.
3: Hi. She's coming to the party <laughs> as well.
4: <laughs> Inbra, come it. up on October the fourteenth. Yep, uh, at Josh, so I'm developing a Josh party where everybody can get in. It's going to be a round-robin, all-valley tournament-style Josh <laughs>
1: Excellent. I Excellent. love this. I love it. All right, well, love that's going to be great. Everyone else, thank you so much for, for hanging out with us. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of Season 5 of Cobra Kai. Uh, the in-review shenanigans will continue later this week. At some point, we're returning to Clerks for Clerks 3. That should be a lot of fun. But for everyone else, I love you. Goodbye.